Hello, gorgeous. Welcome to the Lounge of the Single Women Society. I am your host and love and dating coach, Kat Cantrell. So welcome. Come on in. You know the drill. Take a seat, order your drink of choice, and come and join me for today's discussion. The reason why I'm bringing this topic to your ears today is because I thought that every woman knows about this. But I'm learning more and more that some women don't even know what this is, nor do they understand why it's important for them to know as a single woman. Because I think when it comes to when you're in a relationship, that's really when light it, when we shed light on more of what we want, what we need from a partner. And part of what I do for women is help them understand what they want and need from a partner before they get into a relationship, really having that deep clarity and understanding of what she wants when it comes to a relationship and to a partnership. And love language is one of those ways that a woman can create awareness in herself and knowing and how this is going to affect her future relationships. So I thought I would explore and tell you my explanation of the five love languages and why it's important for you to know this as a single woman and how by having this knowledge can set you up for success when it comes to dating. And I'm going to explain, I'm going to explain that a little bit more to you in a minute, but here's my announcement. Are you ready? So the doors of the peacock room my group coaching program, which we talk about the love languages. I will tell you that in a little bit closes tonight. So if you have been a listener, if you've been watching the work that I do either on Instagram or Facebook, or been listening to this podcast, and you're ready to not only find love faster, but to feel like you have a group of women who know exactly what you're going through. So you're not feeling isolated and alone. So if you're ready to have that status of single going from single to second date and beyond in six months, the peacock room is the place for you to be. Now you can go to singlewomensociety.com and up at the top, it says private group. You can click on that. It has all the information, has testimonials from the current women that are in the Peacock room. In fact, I was going to read one to you. I think I'm going to do that really quick. I'm going to pull this up really quick. All right, so here's another testimonial from another woman who's in the Peacock room. And she says, I haven't been on a date in nine years. I was working on myself. I got so used to doing things on my own that I got comfortable and built a lovely cocoon around myself. Can some of you ladies relate? Kat and the women of the Peacock Room have helped me come out of my cocoon and allowed me to be vulnerable. I have made friends with the women who are going through the same things I am. So ladies, you have nothing to lose. In order to join the Peacock Room, you have to have a call with me first. So the cutoff is tonight. So make sure and go to singlewomensociety.com. And up at the top, it says private group. Click on that. Click the apply here and schedule your call with me. Because here's the thing. I want to make sure that the Peacock Room is going to be a good fit for you. I want to make sure that it's something that can give you what you are searching for. And I will tell you whether or not that you're ready for the peacock room. So please make sure and check it out. All right. We be moving on. 
So love languages. Now, maybe you're listening to this and you're like, Hey, I already know what my love language is cat. So I don't need to listen to it. And that's fine. So maybe, maybe this episode isn't for you and that's okay. If you have some ladies in your life who you're like, I wonder if they know their love language, share this with them. But the love languages have been around for 40 years and they were developed by a marriage counselor. His name is Gary Chapman. And it was based off a book that's called The Five Love Languages that was released back in 1992. And to me, I've always known about the love languages. I graduated high school in 92. My mom had every self-help book around the house. I even remember opening the book and reading it and taking the test knowing, wanting to know what my love language is. So this is something, to me, it was always like, a, I always thought that everybody knew what a love language was. And it wasn't until the ladies of the peacock room where one of them said, what's a love language. I was like, oh my goodness, maybe this is not something that every woman knows and especially single women. So a love language is five different ways that you express and you receive love. It's not just the way that, that how you receive it, but it's also how you express it and how you're able to deliver it and what your language is that when you express it in this way, or you get it in this way, that's what makes you feel loved and wanted and needed and desired. And Gary Chapman put these five love languages together because out of all of his years of marriage therapy, he know, he noticed that these were common themes in all of the couples that he was working with. So let me tell you what the words, well, let me tell you what the five love languages are. I'm going to tell you a little bit more about what I found out. So five love languages, first words of affirmation, next acts of service, next receiving gifts, quality time and physical touch. So those are the five love languages. Now there is some additional information out there that says that there's seven, I believe one is communication and one is how you express, but I stick by these five because I do believe that these five do cover the basis. Now, when I was doing my research, uh, Gary Chapman did a survey on his website back in 2010, and I'm sure that things are a little bit different, but the top love language was words of affirmation. So 23% was words of affirmation, time and acts of service were 20, touch was 19 and gifts was 18%. And it makes me wonder when it comes to words of affirmation, I bet you that that number is even higher now because of social media, because of the double tap, you know, if you like this double tap this, because of we needing that constant reassurance and affirmation, right? It makes me think that I wonder if that, if that percentage is higher, but at any rate, for me, my love language has changed. So the love language that I had before I met Brian has changed to what my love language is now. So my top love language is words of affirmation. That's my number one. And my number two and three are almost at a tie, which is time and touch. Now, before I met Brian, my, I remember taking this when I was single and I was wanting to know what was important to me and real, and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you why this is important to me the, before I met Brian, my number one 
love language was time. And the reason being that it was time was because my ex-husband was never around. So my ex-husband was never at home. He was always gone. Um, and so at the time I needed time. I needed someone to show me that they cared and loved me by the amount of time that they were given to me. And so I believe that that's why I've kind of made that switch from my top love language being time to my top love language being words of affirmation. Now, this is how I also express it's, this isn't, this isn't only the way how I feel loved, but also this is a way that I express love. I'm one of those people that I love to tell you that I love you. I do. (laughs) And when I tell you that I love you, I mean it. I just don't throw it around, but I do mean it. When I tell you that I love you, I mean it. And I believe that by being with Brian for seven years, his, one of his love languages is words of affirmation. In fact, when we first started dating, one of the things, the, a little tradition that him and I started, he started let's, let's be fair. He started was he bought a journal and every time we would see each other, he would write poetry. He would write whatever love letter that he wanted to write for me that day. And then he would give it to me when we would have a date. And this is before we were living together. This is like the, the, the beginning, I would say the first eight months of our relationship. And then I would take the book and then I would write him how I thought and felt about him. And then I would give him the book. And this was the way that we expressed love to one another. It's important to have this information because I believe that it will set you up for success when it comes to online dating, when it comes to going on the dates and getting to know these people that are sitting across the table you having the self-awareness of knowing your love language is going to benefit you. Now, let me go over each of the love languages if you don't know what they are. And then I'm going to tell you why it's important to know this love language. Okay. So the first love language is words of affirmation. So words of affirmation means how, you know, you tell the person how you think, feel about them. That's how you need to have this information also. So if you are, with someone who isn't telling you exactly how they think and feel about you. If you're one of those people that finds yourself dating people who are very in between or don't express to you their feelings or aren't telling you their feelings or not telling you how they think, how they think and feel about you or the relationship or what's going on. And you're wondering why this is bothering you so much. Most likely it's because words of affirmation is probably your number one love language. You need to hear this information. You need to have this affirmation in order to know that you're wanted and needed and loved. Now, Before I go into the other ones, it's important to mention that for you to not sit across the table, this is all stuff that we cover in the Peacock Room, is not for you to sit across the table and say, well, my love language is this and I need you to be this way because the person that's sitting across the table from you might have a completely different love language. And just because you have a different love language from one another, it doesn't mean you can't be compatible. It just means that you have more self-awareness and you can express that to that person. Well, this is how I need for you to do these things for me. And that's how I feel loved. And this is how I feel needed. 
But at the beginning of getting to know someone, that's not a topic of conversation. I would, when it comes to love languages, this isn't so that you can ask someone else what their love language is. This is just for you to have awareness of how important it is for you to know this about you as you are starting to starting your dating life. Okay. Second time. Now time means you feel loved and needed by how much time the person spends with you. So you're not going to be the type of person that's going to be keen. If let's just say, for example, that, um, this person is an airline pilot for a living, or this person does a lot of traveling every weekend. Again, if time is your love language, you're going to want someone who can also give you that amount of time that is needed. Now, there are part of when you, if time is part of your love language, we can also go into attachment styles, but I'm not going to go into attachment styles. This is something that I actually go through you, go with you when you join the peacock room. This is one of the tests that I have you take just again, to have self-awareness. So I think that having an attachment style, if you have an anxious attachment style and time is your love language, it kind of makes sense. So you have to be really aware of how much time do you need <laughs> in order to feel loved? How much time do you need in order to feel loved? And this is something that you can, this, this is something that you can sit down with yourself and figure out what that is. Okay. So that's the second love language. The third is service acts of service. So this is someone who let's just say you're the type of woman who loves it when they do the dishes or they do the laundry, or they take your car and fill it up with gas, or they decide to go pick up lunch for you one day. These are all ways of acts of service that a person can show you how much they love and appreciate you. And you are probably one of those people that does that too, where you are the type of person where you're more than happy to go out and do something for someone in order to express your love and appreciation for them. Now, again, when it comes to having acts of service as a love language, if this person isn't available as much as you would like them to be, it's most likely because acts of service is your love language. Okay. Number four, receiving gifts. That's self-explanatory, but if receiving gifts is your love language, it doesn't mean that you like diamond rings and expensive things and furs and whatever, right? It means when you receive gifts from someone, it's not the gift to you that matters. Because I think people who have receiving gifts as their high love language get a bad rap. And I think it's just because there's a misunderstanding. Gifts means not necessarily the gift that you receive, but it means the effort that that person put into getting that gift for you. That's what means a lot to you. So if receiving gifts is your highest love language, most likely you are the perfect gift giver. You are the type of person who like goes Christmas shopping in July because you want to make sure and get the perfect gift for everyone that is on your list. I bet that if you took this test, that most likely receiving gifts is your number one, is your number one love language. Now, when it comes to seeking out a partner, 
this something, this is something that I know that this is one of Brian's love languages because not only is it words of affirmation, but receiving gifts because every now and then he would buy me these little, um, like trinket boxes, these little vintage trinket boxes. I wish I had one. Oh, I do have one. Hold on. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm going to show this to you. Yep. I have one right here. So he would buy these for me and place them in places. And he would take, he would, um, send me on little scavenger hunts. So if you're watching on YouTube, it's this little pineapple and I, you can open it up and see there's a little love note inside of it, words of affirmation and receiving gifts. So these are two of his love languages. Now receiving gifts isn't one of mine, but I can deeply appreciate it. And I make sure and try to reciprocate to him and give him very thoughtful and sweet gifts when it comes to, when it comes to showing him how much I love and appreciate him. So if this is one of your love languages, I think that you need to make sure and, and be able to be open to expressing, you know, this is how, this is how I love to be loved. And I don't, I, again, this isn't a conversation that you have on the first or second date, right? This is, again, this is just more awareness for you to understand what your love language is. Okay. And the fifth one really doesn't need any explanation, but it's physical touch. Physical touch is one of my, one of my highest love languages. I, that's how I express. So for those women who have known me for a really long time, in fact, when I had the studio, when a woman would walk through the studio, I would instantly give her a hug. And I would always ask, I would always tell her and say, is it okay if I give you a hug? And sometimes they would say no. And I'd be like, okay, physical touch is not one of her love languages. Right. And sometimes she'd be like, yeah, bring it in. Absolutely. So touch, whether it's romantic or platonic, or, you know, to me, hugging is such a huge part of love for me. And so physical touch is really important to me. And maybe as you're listening to this, you're like, yep. Physical touch again, is one of those things where when you're seeking out a partner, if it's somebody that, you know, wants to hold your hand or wants to sit next to you, I think it's important for you to pay attention to those cues on whether or not physical touch is something that is important to them as a love language. I've had women come to me before in the past who have come to me in certain situations when I was coaching all women, I would have some married women who would come to me and express about how they wish that their partner would touch them more. And one of the questions I always asked was, did this person touch you when you first started, you know, did they express themselves through touching, you know, hugging you or kissing you or holding your hand when you first started dating? And usually the answer was no. And so this is why I find it's really important to teach single women, especially those that are seeking love for them to really have this awareness when it comes to being able to know what your love language is. So with that said, those are the five love languages. Now, I would highly suggest that you go and take the test. You can go to, let's see, I was going to pull this up for you. Um, it is, I'll make sure and put this in the show notes, but it's www.5, the number five lovelanguages.com. It's free. You just click on that. You go to the quiz and you can take, and you can discover what your love language is. But here's the thing. If you booked a call with me for the peacock room, 
you have to take this test before our call. I want us to be able to explore more about what your love language is, what it means to you, and what are you seeking out in a partner before we even decide whether or not the peacock room is a good fit, because I want to know that you are invested. I want to know that you're willing to take these steps to discover more about you. Cause the peacock room isn't just about what to text, what to wear, you know, I, that's part of it, a very small part of it, but that's a part of it or what app to join or your profile. All of that is setting you up for success for finding love faster. But a part of this is also knowing more about you. And so if you know more about you and what you're searching for and what you need in a partner, it only sets you up for success. So I want to know that you're in it. So I have you, if when you book your call, I will have you take the love language test before our first call, before we discuss the peacock room and we can talk about your love test. We can talk about the peacock room and, and whether or not it's a good fit. So Link is in the show notes. Make sure and click down there. You can take the love language test on your own. And if you are, um, if you're listening to this and you are a follow, follower on Instagram, why don't you take the test and take a screenshot and make sure and tag me at Kat Cantrell on Instagram. So I want to know what your love language is. I've already told you mine. And if you, again, if you are truly interested in the Peacock Room and you want to explore more and you want to ask me questions and you want to discuss your results of your love language, just go to singlewomensociety.com and up at the top, it says private group, click on that, click the apply here and apply for your call with me today. All right, my love, thank you so much for joining me today. It is such an honor and a privilege to have you here. And if you're watching on YouTube, hi, you get to see my little trinkets here on my desk. Please make sure to like, subscribe, and follow, and click the bell so every time a new episode is uploaded that you are the first to know. And if you're listening on iTunes or Spotify, please make sure and rate and review. It really means a lot to me and to the other women who listen to this podcast who could discover it. And if you are on Facebook and Instagram, come and follow me. I'm doing a lot of fun reels over there and I'm having a blast. So come and follow me at Kat Cantrell. All right, my love. I hope I get to talk to you. I hope you book your call and I get to talk to you. We get to talk about your love language and talk about the peacock room and all the amazingness that it has to offer you to help you find love faster. That is ultimately my goal. All right, my love. Thank you so much for being here. And remember, true love is waiting for you. And I will see you next time. Bye.